This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say... You really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. Hello and welcome to Smart TV. I'm David Butcher. For regular listeners, I'm back in the hot seat now. I've returned from my travels. I'm raring to go. I've had a lovely break. And I should say thanks very much to Kellyanne and Francis, who sat in for me while I was away and did sterling work. If you're new to the podcast, the idea of Smart TV is that it's not a long, rambling, chatty sort of podcast that, that passes the time. It's just a quick fire thing where I run through a bunch of good stuff on TV for the week ahead. So a lot of shows that are worth watching, plus one to miss. And basically covering as much as I can, as quickly as I can, that's the idea. So here goes. I'm going to start with a couple of interesting programmes on BBC One and Channel 4 this week. There's been a real boom in the last year or two in programmes that look at a complicated issue via somebody famous for whom it's very personal. So typically it's something like Gambling and Me with Paul Merson or there was that great Chris Packham programme about Asperger's that he did. When they're good, they're a really good way into the emotions of a complicated story and the celebrity makes it all very personal and they're very good at talking to other people uh, who maybe are involved with it. So this week... On Monday on Channel 4, we've got the wonderful Reverend Richard Coles talking about grief because uh, his husband, some people will know if you follow him on Twitter or anything, his husband died in 2019. And the idea of the programme is he tries out lots of different approaches to coping with grief. So he tries surfing, which isn't his natural game, and, and something called laughter yoga and a grief cruise and so on. There's some quite wacky stuff in there, but because he's such an interesting guy, there's a lot of wisdom in there, and it's very moving at times too, and funny. I think it's useful for anybody who's dealing with bereavement or who's processing grief, whether it's recent or it's been going on for years after losing somebody. 
It's a show with lots of ideas, lots of insights in it. That's called Good Grief with Richard Coles, Channel 4, on Monday night. Then on Tuesday on BBC One, there's Tom Daly, the diver, the Olympian, the, the diving champion. He's competed in several Commonwealth Games. He's gay. In over half of the countries of the Commonwealth, it's illegal to be gay. You can get life in prison. In some cases, you get the death penalty. And so Tom Daly's coming in and saying he he believes that the countries where it's illegal, they should be excluded from hosting the Commonwealth Games in the future, which he knows is an ambitious kind of campaign. But it is an area where sport could be taking a lead. Obviously, always tricky when sport and politics mix. But anyway, he goes to places like Pakistan and Jamaica and he meets LGBT athletes uh, and they tell him some fairly harrowing stories. And it's a pretty powerful program. It's pretty sobering. It makes you realise that in some countries we've seen a lot of progress in the last few decades, but there's still a long, long way to go. And Daly does it very well. So that's Tom Daly, Illegal to Be Me, it's called, on Tuesday on BBC One. I touched a bit on sport there, and I'm going to do some more, I'm afraid. I know not everyone listening will care that much about sport, but it's a big week because the Premier League's back. Match of the day is back on BBC One. The whole cavalcade of men's top flight football gets up and running again. It may, maybe it'll feel a bit different this time. I don't know how it's perhaps the fact we've all been following the women's Euros that may have shifted the dial a bit. Maybe that's optimistic. But it's a World Cup year, so the Men's World Cup's coming up in December, which is why this season's starting so weirdly early, even earlier than normal. But what I want to flag up, as well as the return of Match of the Day and all that palaver, is a sort of tangent to that, that on Amazon Prime, there's the latest of their documentaries that go behind the scenes of a Premiership Club. It's called All or Nothing. People have seen they've done Manchester City before and Spurs. This time, it's Arsenal. So the cameras were there all last season, which some people remember was a weird roller coaster of a season for Arsenal. So there's plenty of drama for the show to follow. And it's interesting because the manager, Mikel Arteta, he's the Premier League's youngest manager. He's got the youngest squad as well. And they're really up against it right from the start of the season. And the backdrop of it all is the the restless Arsenal fan. Somebody at work said, uh, he put it, he said, they're not known for their calmness in adversity, Arsenal fans, uh, which is a good way of putting it. They're a tough crowd. So there's a lot of angry men on the show who are sort of shouting at the cameras or on social media or whatever. But we do get to see a lot of interesting stuff behind the scenes, the nuts and bolts, the halftime talks. Um, it's sort of the real life Ted Lasso, if you like, but less less heartwarming. More, uh, there's a lot of Mikel Arteta shouting the word passion a lot while there's lots of players sit around looking bored. Anyway, that is all or nothing. Arsenal, that's on Amazon Prime now. Now back on linear TV, there are a couple of big returning crime dramas this week that I just want to flag up for people. On ITV, on Sunday night, Van der Volk is back. And so this is the, the 1970s, the reboot of the 1970s drama, the second season of the reboot. It's got Mark Warren. He's the cool, steely-eyed Amsterdam cop who solves murder cases. It's it's one case a week, but spread over a kind of feature-length thing. Uh, it's, it's hard to imagine the show without him. It feels like it's built around his 
very particular screen charisma, which I've always I've always loved. He's an extraordinary actor, uh, and also the 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 Amsterdam setting, which is which is lovely. Another crime drama where the setting is a huge sort of character in the story, of course, is Shetland. That's back for season seven, I think, on Wednesday on BBC One in the windswept Shetland Islands. And that's a show, too. You you can't... It's hard to imagine the show without its leading man, Douglas Henschel, uh, who plays D.I. Jimmy Perez. But, in this case, we'll have to imagine it with him because it's his last series. He's leaving the show... Maybe one of his colleagues uh, will take over in due course, but uh, make the most of him while he's there. With Shetland, the rhythms, it's quite a meandering kind of show. It's one mystery, one case across six episodes, which does mean there's a lot of detours and red herrings along the way, but that's one of the things I think the fans love about it. Interesting footnote, Anne Cleves, who wrote the books that Shetland's based on, she also wrote the books, of course, that Vera is adapted from the other ITV drama, and she also wrote the book that The Long Call, another ITV crime drama, was based on. And I think I'm right in saying she's the only crime writer to have three separate detectives made into three TV series, apart, of course, from Agatha Christie, who I'll be coming back to later. So stick around for some Agatha Christie news later on. Slight change of pace now. What I want to do, I want to do a sort of recap on a few things that aren't brand new. But if you're going away on holiday, you, you often think, okay, I need to, it'd be good to find some stuff that I can download or that I can binge while we're away or have on my phone or tablet or whatever in case, you know, we get stuck in somewhere for hours in an airport or something. So I'm just going to rattle through five shows from this year that you can't go far wrong with. You may have seen them recommended elsewhere already. They're the kind of shows that critics tend to bang on about but there's a reason for that they're all good firstly the great uh, it's called this is a comedy drama about catherine the great of russia it's one of my favorite tv shows ever it's funny it's sad it's quite sexy it's filthy at times it's very feminist it's very silly too uh, it's got great dialogue great characters all in a sort of fantasy russian court in the 18th century and it's one of those casts where the leads are perfect they're, they're great al fanning nicholas hall but so is every single one of the supporting cast. So every time the character comes up, you think, oh, great, it's them again. I've forgotten about them. They're brilliant. Uh, it's a glorious show. That's on uh, season two's on Channel 4 now, but it's worth going back to, to season one from the start. If you haven't seen it, you've got a treat in store. Same goes for Hacks, which is on Amazon Prime. Another very funny, sad sort of comedy drama, but half hours in this case. It's about an older female comedian and a younger female writer who comes in to write for her. And it's very good on how the different generations see the world. The interplay between the two main characters is is wonderful. That's Hacks. I won't be the first person to tell you that's great, but if you haven't tried it, do. I'm also loving The Newsreader on BBC Two, which has been mentioned on this podcast before. 1980s Australian TV newsroom, a lot going on, brilliant setting. Uh, there's a really interesting relationship at the centre of it. Also worth mentioning, and this gets less attention, a, a series called City on a Hill, which has just started season three. I'm afraid it's on Paramount Plus, so it's only useful if you can get Paramount Plus. But basically, it's the greatest Kevin Bacon performance ever, for my money. He plays this Weasley FBI agent. It's set in 1990s Boston. If you like the sequel to The Wire that was called We Own This City, which was about Baltimore kind of falling apart and policing and so on, this is a very similar thing, but in Boston in the 90s. It's dodgy cops, it's corruption, it's crime, it's the courts, it's the bureaucracy of 
a big American city and the few kind of brave souls who are trying to improve things, one of whom very much isn't Kevin Bacon's character. But anyway, that's City on a Hill. The first two series were on Sky, and, and so you may be able to get them on, on now on the Sky platform, and the new one is on Paramount+. Plus. And finally, for this little Hall of Fame, Irma Vap on Sky at the moment, that's that's still running, which is the thing with Alicia Vikander as a movie star making a film in Paris, and the sort of wheels within wheels, it's very complicated, very artsy, but if you like Call My Agent, there's a little bit of that energy in it. That's on Tuesdays on Sky Atlantic, or you can get it as a box set, and any one of those would be great to binge on on holiday or pass a few tedious hours in an airport. Back in the world of day-to-day television, uh, uh, we've got the marvel of nature that is Greg Wallace, because both his big BBC shows are back this week, and they're both very entertaining. There's MasterChef, the celebrity version. There's a new series of that starting on Wednesday, and they've got some good people involved. They've got Gareth Malone will be involved, the the choir master. So they've also got Chris Eubank, the boxer. I can't wait to see that. They're not in the first batch, but they'll be they'll be coming along later. And another great Greg Wallace show, Inside the Factory. That's back on Monday in the in the XL version of the show where they look at really big things being made so they're looking at trains and buses and things like that it's full of wonderful little facts full of greg wallace and his sort of mad ability to get overexcited about things so that's inside the factory xl on mondays on bbc2 if you've ever wondered why windscreens have the funny little dotted black border on which you may never have noticed look at every windscreen it's got a little black border around the edge of it you'll find out why it's there Now, we come to my one to miss. And I mentioned Agatha Christie earlier. This is a Swedish adaptation of one of her characters, quite an obscure character. It's called Agatha Christie's Jason. I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's it's H-J-E-R-S-O-N, Jason, Jason. Anyway, quick sort of explanation of the character. In the Poirot stories, there's a friend of Poirot called Ariadne Oliver, who's a crime writer, and... Her fictional detective is called Sven Jersen. And in the books, there isn't much more than that. Here, they've taken the idea of that character, they've brought him up to the present day, uh, and they've built a whole framing plot around him. So there's a woman who's a reality TV producer who's trying to get yes and the master detective out of retirement uh, so she goes on the cruise ship to finland that he's on uh, to try and nobble him but then someone's of course is killed on the ship so they have to try and solve that crime and it's not scandy noir by any means it's slightly sort of wacky and playful in a way that for me doesn't quite work it doesn't feel like agatha christie it doesn't feel like a real sort of contemporary crime drama and it could be anybody lord knows why they felt they had to sort of pay for the rights to this particular character anyway it's one to miss for me and in fact just before i recorded this i discovered that it's it's moved out of this coming week anyway so it's been kicked down the road you can safely forget about it it's one crime drama too many there are plenty of good ones to go around that's the lot for this week. Hopefully there's something in there that appeals. Let's be honest, August is not known for being the best month for, for television, but there are a few gems around. I'll be back next week with some more, including a new drama with Nicola Walker and Sean Bean as a, a married couple. So that's something to look forward to. Until then, bye for now and happy viewing. Happy viewing.